Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. And uh, I talked about it uh, a little after 9 o'clock about uh, the LIV 54, LIV, it's uh, Roman numerals for 54. Uh, it is the new golf circuit which uh, is about to unfold, they say anyway. And it's, uh, well, I, I suppose it's fronted by Greg Norman. We've seen all the headlines uh, on this part of the world as well uh, about who was, might play, who they might lure uh, into the fold to take away from the, uh, the PGA and the RNA, of course, the governing bodies of golf. Um, or are they? That's the question uh, we need to ask, and uh, there's plenty of questions about it. So we've got Bruce Young, of course, a uh, uh, golf expert um, who's been uh, corresponding with us here in New Zealand uh, over a number of years with uh, updates on tournaments, etc. But this is something just a little bit different. Bruce, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, Smithy. Yeah, good to talk to you. Yeah, look, uh, I sort of drew a parallel this morning, uh, Bruce, with the IPL. Remember, uh, it was way back uh, when Indian cricket said, uh, we've got something that uh, we think is going to be quite exciting, and we're going to play it uh, come hello high water. And the, and the world of cricket said, well, you might, uh, but it's not going to uh, interrupt the normal program. You know, you, you, might, you might get a few players with a, with a few bickies. They'll be old guys who, you know, uh, look to cash in on the way out. But you won't, you won't get anyone new. Um, and, and it won't last. It simply won't last. You can't beat the authority, which is the MCC, the ICC. Well, we know where it is now, and I just drew a parallel about golf. Is, is this well, a possibility that this thing will get teeth? Well, it's an interesting parallel you drew, uh, drew actually, because not only the IPL, but I suppose the World Series of Cricket back in the day seemed so controversial and radical at the time, but it, it really transformed cricket and, uh, and changed the face of cricket and, and was so positive for it in so many ways. But there's so many things about this new concept that leave a lot uh, of questions unanswered. They're gonna, it's starting to come to a head now because the PGA Tour, I think players that were going to commit themselves to the first of the events, which is in June in London, I think they have to uh, ask for a, um, an exemption from the PGA Tour for that event virtually as we speak. And they've got, and the PGA Tour have until May the 10th to give them a, give them an exemption or otherwise. The PGA Tour, as you probably know, Smithy, is a my way or the highway sort of organisation. And whether they're going to allow um, some of the players, um, I know Robert Garrigas is one player who's just a journeyman pro on the PGA Tour. He's been a reasonable player. He's probably won a couple of tournaments. I know he, he, I f- he did finish third in the US Open one time, but uh, there are other players such as that have been mooted as potential starters, including the likes of Mickelson and Garcia and Oosthuizen and Westwood and uh, Ed Poulter. 
So, I mean, not other than Mickelson, not exactly the superstars of the game, but still highly uh, credentialed players. But whether the PGA Tour and indeed uh, the DP World Tour, as we now know it, um, funnily enough, uh, sponsored by a Dubai company, and there's some probably some parallels between Saudi and Dubai in some respects. But um, whether they're going to allow this to happen remains to be seen, but it's certainly coming to a head now. But when you consider the money that's been put up for this thing, they're talking about $250 million, the first eight events um, with a $4 million first prize, uh, and you compare that to the 2.7 million US that uh, Scotty Scheffler won when he won the Masters. There's some serious money floating around. But whether eventually the Saudi organisation will get jack of it if they feel that it's not coming together as quickly as Greg Norman. Now, you mentioned that he funded it. Well, it's really the Saudi money that's funding it. But whether they start to get jack of it after a while and say this is just too much money that we're wasting with little in the way of results remains to be seen but uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks when those exemptions to a play at an event which runs opposite the canadian open and that's the week before the u.s open in massachusetts um it is going to be a very fascinating situation yeah uh, i actually I, I probably did say funded i meant he fronted at greg norman and and he oh, has yeah, been... i might have misheard you <laughs> i i, I do, yeah uh, he, he has been the voice of it, and uh, not only that, of course, uh, he's had this, uh, all of a sudden, this epiphany that he wants to play in the uh, the Open Championship it, itself again. Now, um, <laughs> as Greg guess, Greg's, Greg's ne- always quite liked to be pretty much front and centre, um, this is an interesting thing even for him. Oh, absolutely. He's a larger-than-life character, quite controversial in his own way, as you know, over many years. I think there's a deep-seated um, grudge against the PGA Tour because they wouldn't run with his World Tour concept many years ago. And I think that's been lingering in the back of his mind for quite some time. And when this opportunity came to be the front for the uh, the Louvre uh, Tour, as they call it, then I think it was an opportunity too good for him to uh, resist. But in terms of the, the Open Championship, well, as you know, the guidelines suggest that you have to be under 60. If you're a previous winner, you can get exemptions through until the age of 60. But from there on, you, have, you would have to rely on a very, very special exemption from the RNA. And given current circumstances with Greg Norman, you'd have to say that's probably marginal. They're going to do him any great favours at the moment. One thing, one thing I will add, in is that one of the benefits for the other tours that, that this has brought about... And a very good example comes here in Australia. The Australian PGA announced uh, late last year, or early this year, that there's now a new strategic alliance with the DP World Tour, which is essentially the European Tour. They're now starting to put more money into tournaments worldwide to in some ways counter some of this um, thrust from uh, Norman and uh, the Saudis. And, And a very good example is the Australian PGA Championship, which later this year will be worth twice the money that it was worth at the beginning of this year, it'll be worth $2 million because of this supposed strategic alliance be- between tours such as the PGA Tour, Australasia, and the European Tour. So in a very funny roundabout way, there are some sp- spin-off benefits for the other tours because of um, the uh, potential competition that the Live Tour may provide, may, and I say may, uh, uh, that's probably the best way to describe that, may. Well, you mentioned the, the prize money, and uh, for example, um, I've been reading the... The first tournament that is uh, scheduled, uh, $4 million uh, for first place and the last place qualifier, in other words, uh, the person that um, makes the cut but finishes last uh, over, the, over the three rounds, 
um, would get 120,000 US. Now, uh, I can see that kind of money doesn't really interest uh, the names that you've been mentioning before. The, the 4 million might, the 120K wouldn't. But uh, for a lot of professionals around the world, that would be a heck of a carrot. Well, and that's probably why you're going to get a lot of the players that aren't the absolute elite of the game, because the guys like the Mickelsons, the Dustin Johnsons, the John Rams, uh, and uh, the Scotty Schefflers now, um, they probably wouldn't get out of bed for $120,000. These tournaments have 54 holes. They have no cut. Uh, they only have 48 players. There's going to be eight events this year that are scheduled this year. So you left to play 54 holes. You'd have to go to the, the difficulty of playing a whole 54 holes for your 120 grand, Smithy, mm. just to tee it up. But having said that, um, yeah, I mean, there's the, just a slush fund out there, isn't there? But surely, I mean, these Saudis are a businessman, and at some stage they're going to... If if the whole thing's not coming together, as perhaps Greg Norman suggested to them that it might, there's going to be a day of reckoning at some stage, you would think. Well, the the big lure, of course, as well. Um, what the the trump card that the PGA, um, the DP Tour, the RNA, they all hold together here uh, are the majors, and um, of course, you can't trade money for majors. Is that right, Bruce? Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. I mean, every player wants to have a major on their CV at their end of end of their careers, and. Um, uh, the other thing about the PGA Tour also, Ian, is that th- there's just such a huge superannuation fund that even players that maybe go through a 10-year career on the PGA Tour, even without winning, but collectively stay with uh, full status on the PGA Tour for 10 years, end up walking away from the PGA Tour with a huge superannuation fund. So those sort of things are potentially at risk for others as well that um, that might throw their allegiance towards the Live Tour. So... I mean, there's so much more to play out here. And as you know, the, the United States is, there's so much litigation. They're, they're litigious, litigious society, I think it's called. Uh, there's going to be all sorts of things continue to play out. And, and, and like in so many other things, um, it'll be the legal industry and lawyers that'll end up making huge amounts of money out of this and trying to, well, I mean, if the PGA Tour come out in a couple of weeks and say, no, we're not going to, we're not going to allow certain players to play, um, Mickelson being one and other, then it's going to be ongoing, the, the, the legal side of, these thing, of this thing. The Mickelson story's becoming quite weird for me. I mean, I, I admire him as a golfer. There's no doubt about it. And what he does and, and what he has brought to the game with his uh, short game, etc., has just been phenomenal stuff. But... He is, and um, and he's a weird guy. I mean, and it's really coming, it's uh, really coming to the fore now. He's had a, he's had a lot of run-ins over the years. You wouldn't say he's the world's most popular professional sportsman or golfer for that matter, but he's Phil, isn't he? Well, uh, look, I, I tend to agree. With you. I think he's brought so much to the game, and I disagree with you a little bit there. I think he is a highly popular. Uh, golf and perhaps not necessarily with his peers, but in the overall scheme of things, does that matter for him? I'm not sure it does. But you know, I witnessed him at U.S. Opens. But you know, having been to a number of U.S. Opens, I've witnessed him, and the adoration that he has from the American public is simply amazing, almost at the level of Tiger Woods in many ways. Um, so 
Uh, but he, he he is an out there sort of character and and does things his own way and says it as he sees it and that brings him undone with the authorities and perhaps in many cases as peers. But uh, he is a very popular figure, and and I think one of the things about I've always said about Phil Mickelson, despite whatever his peers might think of him, he gets it as far as this, the professional golf is no more or less than the entertainment industry. And I don't think there's anybody better than Phil Mickelson when it comes to entertaining. I think he gets it. He, 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 he signs autographs. He spends a lot of time doing this. He engages with fans. Some may say that it's a little bit superficial in some respects, but I think in the overall scheme of things, when you see the way that he conducts himself in tournaments, people just love the guy. So, Bruce, uh, um, how, do, how do you think this is going to play out? Is there going to be a really early line in the sand drawn? I mean, as early as prior to the PGA coming up or... Are they just? Are they going to be patient here? The PGA, the DP World Tour. Are they going to sit back and just see what simmers here, or will they make a, a really firm line in the sand real quick? Well, this the next May the tenth, I think it is. I think that'll be an interesting uh, a milestone in terms of uh, the timeline on this whole thing because that's when uh, the, they are granting exemptions or otherwise for those players, some of those players we mentioned, to play in a tournament opposite the Canadian Open, which is a fairly significant event on the PGA Tour. And I think um, which way it goes may well be determined by what happens then. I think the the, uh, DP World Tour also are going to have a similar situation at about the same time. So that's going to probably uh, give an indication of which way this whole thing is going to go. But I, I keep coming back to the point that whilst the Saudis have an almost endless supply of money, at some point, they're going to have to say, this is just not working and we're not going to continue to put $250 million a year into something that's not going to give us some sort of a return. And you would think that's probably going to be the bottom line eventually, I would say. Uh, and the other thing, of course, uh, just uh, to finish off really, is uh, a little thing called the Ryder Cup and another little thing called the President's Cup as well, which I would imagine would just you'd put a line through that too, wouldn't you? Well, the Ryder Cup is uh, controlled by the PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. The President's Cup is the PGA Tour, but yeah, that's another thing that, if the, the, the you know, that may well be part of the consideration by the PGA Tour, not so much the PGA of America. I don't think they're two very separate bodies, but uh, you would think that the the PGA Tour um, would probably find it very difficult to pick somebody that played played uh, in the Saudi Live Tour unless it gains a level of credibility over the next few years. But at this stage, you'd have to think that they'd look pretty uh, uh, negatively upon the inclusion of somebody that had played that tour into a, into a President's Cup team. You've seen golf, you've covered golf for such a long, long time, Bruce, uh, all around the world. Uh, you've seen runs of form, etc., from various players. What about Scheffler, the Scotty Scheffler? This is quite staggering this calendar year. Oh, it, well, it's been building it ever since he played the Corn Ferry Tour. He was a very impressive, successful player three years ago when he was playing the Corn Ferry Tour, which allowed him to graduate to the PGA Tour. But his, uh, I know he's won three times, well, three, four times this year, I think. Um, but yeah. uh, I think, uh, you know, even prior to that, he was giving every indication that he was going to become an absolutely world-class player. And what we've seen this year... It may have surprised some, but I think most of those guys that, have, that are close to him, that have played with him regularly over the last few years, have realised that this is an outstanding talent. And, uh, I, you know, it may well go on at the at the PGA or the US Open or the Open Championship. He's had, I know he, he, he's, had made, he's had top tens in each of the four majors now, including that win at the Masters. So 
Mm. It's not just a flash in the pan. He's a serious uh, player, and he will be a serious player in majors for quite some time to come. He's still relatively young, and I think he's got a, a huge future in terms of uh, his overall standing in the game. Bruce, uh, fantastic to talk to you. We've spent uh, 15 minutes uh, on the phone, and we haven't even mentioned Tiger Woods. How cool is that? It's, uh, uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's my- <laughs> It's the changing of the guard to a large extent, but but it is good that we are talking about other players as well, isn't it? And yeah. just before we yeah. go, uh, Smithy, I just, just want to make mention of Steve Elker's amazing uh, performance on the PGA Tour Champions. Uh, it, it has been simply phenomenal, hasn't it, since joining the Tour in August of last year. His mm. consistency uh, has been very, very special. I mean, the fact that he remained competitive right up to the age of 50 on the secondary tour has probably kept him in good stead. But uh, his success on a guy... I carried a few tournaments on the PGA Tour Champions a few years ago, admittedly, but the quality of play there really surprised me. And uh, what he's achieving there, and now having won, I think, close to 2.8 million New Zealand dollars in the eight or nine months that he's been on the tour, I think it's just a great reward for Steve Elker, who's a great bloke, a great player, and I think... It's just going to continue to happen for him. His game's just too solid, too consistent. One of the great swings, I think, in the game. And it's just lovely to see it happening to such a good bloke. Bruce, uh, thanks very much for that. Uh, New Zealand golf fans are, are loving every minute of, of Stephen Elka's uh, success at the moment, I can promise you that. And thanks very much for your time this morning as well and your insight uh, into this thing. And we look forward with bated breath to May the 10th when it might hit the fan. We'll see, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Cheers, Smithy. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.